I expected to have more of my series published by now, but I was sick last week, and then when I started feeling better, I hurt my back, and then that took me out for a few days. So all told, I suppose I'm somewhere around eight or nine days behind. This next episode is an episode that I did via email for a friend that didn't have time to come in and sit with me. She is my foot zoner, Melissa Harmon. She's 45, a mother of four, a wife of one, (laughs) and she does a number of different things in the realm of energy work. She does scans, Reiki, card readings, foot zoning. I don't even know all the things she does. She's pretty cool. I've known her for eight years, and she's one of those people that it's so easy to say, gosh, I just like her. I like her a lot. She's got her head screwed on straight, and I'm so grateful to know her. It was prior to me deciding that I was going to do the series on anger that in the middle of a foot zone, we got talking about it, and she said, so why do you think you aren't supposed to feel angry? And I didn't really have an answer for her because everything is just based on how awful anger feels. So maybe it's not really that I don't think I'm supposed to feel it. It's just that I really don't want to, but I do. I feel a lot of it. If you want to follow her on Instagram, she shares a lot of really great stuff. Her user is M-E-L-I-S underscore M33. Her name is Melissa Harmon. You could DM her with questions about any of the services she offers. She is in Utah County. And my first question to her was, tell me three words that you personally give great importance. And her answer was integrity, truth, light. I asked, how do you see anger? Tell me anything. She wrote, I see anger in all sorts of ways. I've heard many different things in regard to anger, which I'm sure you've researched or seen or heard as well. Things like it's a sign things need to change, or it's an outward expression of fear, hurt, or frustration. I've even heard it said that anger is just sad's bodyguard. I think anger is personal to everyone and how they experience it in their own lives. Your triggers for anger won't be my triggers for anger. That probably goes back to our childhood, genetics, personality, personal astrology, setting events, and how we express it. The only set point I have about anger is that I don't think it's bad to experience it. I think everyone has a right to their anger. Obviously, how they express it does require great responsibility and integrity. But as far as feeling it, I've always felt we should first feel our feelings all the way through. Avoidance just makes them louder. Anger and rage can most definitely be sacred, in my honest opinion, and should be felt. Once the anger is felt, we can begin the process of peeling back the layers to see what's really going on beneath the surface. I think that's super enlightening. I hadn't ever heard before that anger is SAD's bodyguard. I personally feel that's extremely inaccurate, even though it can be true. I just don't think it is all the time. Anger is just far too broad for it to always point back to sadness. 
But I love that she says anger is personal to everyone. I feel like that's so obvious and yet we don't think like that. I recently got angry and felt harassed when I was sick at home. My manager called me and said, when are you going to be better? There's a bunch of triggers right there for me. The first one being stupidity, because wow, wouldn't that be nice <laughs> to just know when I'm going to be better. But also, if I've just hurt my back and I'm at home and you know this, why would you feel you're entitled to call me when you know I'm not okay and not ask how I'm feeling, but start telling me what I need to do. And then to top it off by getting upset that you've upset me. <laughs> it was the words, I don't appreciate your tone that he said to me as I'm sitting in my own house that I just didn't even care. I'm in pain. I'm in my kitchen. I just painfully got myself down to the kitchen and I didn't even have to answer my phone, but I did. And then this baloney. So to refer back to what Melissa said, anger is personal to everyone. I can guarantee you that if this manager is in the habit of calling people when they're sick, that has happened not because everyone is responding like Natalie's responding. It's actually turned into a really ugly situation because I found it so unacceptable. Surely those patterns won't continue because finally somebody got upset, got angry, and spoke in a tone that wasn't appreciated. But as we know, if you've listened to any of my podcast series so far, harassment is one of my triggers and I can easily feel harassed based on my history and based on who I am my traumas, any number of things, actually. At the age that I am right now, I absolutely stand up for myself. <laughs> so that was where that landed completely different by calling this girl. So back to Melissa's email. What emotions are related or associated to anger for you? She said, for me personally, I feel the emotions of fear, frustration, sadness, confusion, grief, and probably many others. Most of those probably express as anger first. I have a lot of fire in my chart, so anger is normal to me. I spent much of my 20s in an unconscious state of anger. Not outwardly, but every little thing seemed to set me off. My comment to that is that I think it's really rare for someone in their 20s to know themselves really well. And so I think it's very likely that some of us in our 20s are in an unconscious state of prolonged emotion, whatever that emotion happens to be, or a combination of emotions. I always felt incredibly uncomfortable in my own skin. That's a very common thing, I know, for someone in their 20s. But I currently have two friends that I'm very close to, both in their 20s, Rainy and Kate. They both took part in this series. And I don't see either of them as being in a fog of an unconscious state of emotions. They're both really with it. And they both are quite self-aware. I'm not saying they're perfect 
20 and 22 year olds. I'm just saying they're so impressive to me. And I'm so proud of both of them. This is a weird ending to that sentence. I'm so proud of both of them for being nothing like me when I was their age. That's quite the statement, but it's true. My next question to Melissa was, do you feel like anger is a choice for you? She said, always. Maybe not the initial feeling, but how I deal with those feelings is 100% a choice and my personal responsibility. I do feel that we have a personal responsibility to identify what's causing the feelings and decide how best to deal with it. I find that so enlightening to use the word responsibility. I don't think any of my friends that sat down and recorded with me used that word. And it's really so loaded. I feel like the word responsibility is related to you have a responsibility to feel your feelings. You have a responsibility to not take them out on others. You have a responsibility to your overall health because feelings affect our physical health and our emotional health. You have a responsibility to do your best for your body. I feel like that's such a loaded statement, but I'm just going to leave it there. I'm so glad Melissa used the word responsibility. My next question was, do you feel like there are specific triggers for anger when it appears? I included stupidity as an example of a trigger for me. She said, yes, absolutely. Like I said earlier, I totally see that everyone's triggers will be different. For example, what makes my hubby angry doesn't always make me angry and vice versa. My 20-something-year-old daughter's hot-button topics are not mine. And yet some things we all totally align on and feel angry about. I think that's typical. Sometimes our friends have the same triggers as us. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we have completely different experiences that create what we feel. So then I asked her, is there anything good about anger? She said, for sure. Anger is information. It tells us so much about what's going on within or in the world. I also think it can be a powerful catalyst for change, either in our own world or the world at large. That's so true. I think anger is really the only thing that spurs me to think in terms of my brothers and sisters on the other side of the planet. You know, when you see happy things, you just feel happy for them. When you see anger inducing things, you want to do something about it. Lastly, I said to her, anything else you'd like to say? She replied, yes, anger should not equal shame. Unless, of course, it's taken out on others or wrongly expressed. Anger is a natural feeling for all human beings. Anger should not be avoided, but explored. And sometimes it's okay to just be pissed off, right? Like, why is that so wrong? My experience with energy work is that any feeling we repress or avoid just gets louder and peskier until we look at it. So feel that anger write about it, talk to a friend about it, use it to fuel you for change, understanding, empathy, or anything. I guarantee that once it's felt all the way through, it will shift 
and give us so many clues as to what's really going on. For me personally, the trick has always been giving myself the time and space I need to feel it without the rush of hoping to move through it prematurely. I sense that rush to move through it anytime I'm really upset because I hate being uncomfortable. So yes, I want to go through it prematurely. I just want it gone. But also getting really angry is a lot like a big job being thrown into my lap, one that I don't want. And it isn't something I can just pick up and throw away. It's a job, something I have to go through. So as much as I actually would like to always move through anger as quick as possible, and possibly prematurely, most of the time I can't. And sometimes like my current situation, it's kind of become an issue on the side that I have to deal with. So wish me luck. I don't think anger ever leaves us, not that it should, but it feels like something we're supposed to grow out of. And maybe that's just because we're conditioned to believe that getting angry is childlike. I don't think it is. But then listen to me, I'm the girl who never got to be angry as a child. So I'm having to deal with anger as an adult. But based on what I know, I don't think we should call it a childish emotion. I think it means something when you are intelligent, when you are pretty self-aware, and when you aren't being treated the way you should be, which is just to say for people to have respect and decency and courtesy, kindness and understanding, the lack of those things will trigger anger. So anyway, this was a useful email for me and I'm so grateful to have Melissa's input. Check her out on Instagram.